I think we're trying to be talking about how to uh, beat it. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that had some spaghetti on it. Welcome oh, I felt it tickle my tonsils. Oh. <laughs> TMI. That's what, that's what TMI. she said. That's what you wow. wish she said, actually. <laughs> that's a huge bitch. <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> Bikers Podcast, presented by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for custom windshields and bearings for your motorcycle. I'm pretty sure if you go on plenty of fish to try to meet people to ride motorcycles with, you've done something wrong. <laughs> the only riding you're going to get is a face. <laughs> hey, if you're looking for a face ride, plenty of fish is a good place to look. If you're looking for a motorcycle ride... <laughs> That might not be the place. Not so much. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Mike. <clears throat> if you're on plenty of fish, probably not gonna. Probably you not might gonna end up be. Out. You might end up playing cornhole, and I'm not talking about the ones with the boards and the bags. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a bag, but not a board. <laughs> yeah, bean bag. All right. You know, when you think about it, the the tuna brand Star Kiss has kind of two meanings now. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Justin. <laughs> Star kissed. <laughs> what was that little? What was that little mascot? Little that little blue whale. What was that mascot? Little blue whale or something? Yeah, it had a fucking. That, that was on. the guy. It, it was. A, it was sort of like the logo. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little blue whale or a little blue something. It's sort of like the kid that was on uh, Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. You know, the uh oh kid. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's the second. T- that's the title of our second children's book. Dildo Baggins and the Chocolate Starfish. <laughs> we have, Boy, Dildo have, gets around, doesn't he? <laughs> we have, now we have Dildo Baggins Christ. and the Angry Ostrich and Dildo it, Baggins no, and the tea, Chocolate Starfish. <laughs> it was Tea Baggins. It wasn't. It we wasn't could go Tea Baggins. Baggins. It's Dildo's brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, dildo, dildo and Dildo and, dildo and Tea. And tea. <laughs> dildo and Tea Baggins take a trip. <laughs> yeah, take a trip. <laughs> Down Starfish Lane. <laughs> They're taking a canoeing trip down old Hershey Highway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka, but yeah, with the dicks. chocolate river. <laughs> like Willy Wonka, but with dicks. <laughs> Willy Wonka meets Dr. Seuss. Hey, Dust. Yes. What in the name of not having to yell stranger danger are we talking about tonight? <laughs> welcome back to five dirty bikers podcast brought to you by memphis shades <laughs> oh, seriously everybody welcome back to the podcast before we get started with our topic we do have some news tony you want to tell everybody what we're i do not now? somebody else tell them <laughs> i don't have any i don't have any news <laughs> right all right everybody in case you haven't found out and if you don't follow us on instagram and if you're only listening to us on our podcast podcast platform we are now going to be able to be seen on chopper town so we are part of the chopper town media empire 
and we will be doing live streams and various things moving forward. So um, look for us on Facebook and you can see um, what our developing situation is going to be with Chopper Town. So it's super exciting for us to be able to expand our podcast, to be able to be opened up to viewers that maybe haven't been exposed to us. And we, as a group, are very, very excited to be working with Chopper Town. Ryan, exposed you're just excited. Ryan's is, just excited about exposing himself to everybody. It, it's, it's exciting times to expose yourself. But no, we are going to be on the Chopper Town Facebook page, the actual official page of Chopper Town. You'll see our posted live streams there. Yeah. And shortly we'll be on the... Who knows? The Chopper Town... Uh, what, what is it? The, the rack you, they have a Roku, uh, chopper town, Roku channel. They have YouTube, Instagram, uh, pretty much chopper town has uh, media sites on, on pretty much every social media platform. There is yes, lots of platforms, lots of we platforms. We are excited. Thank you. Chopper town for this opportunity. Yes. I think it might be huge. Huge. <laughs> Definitely huge. That's what she said. That's a huge bitch. That's it. <laughs> So getting back to this podcast, everybody, today we're going to be talking about, because there's lots of new writers out there that have inquiries about how to meet other writers. Because, you you know, not everybody wants to ride by themselves all the time. You well, I'll tell you what, you ride down the right street with a $50 bill in your pocket, in your hand, you'll meet all kinds of people. <laughs> yeah. That wants to be your friend. Yeah. They won't even, they won't even have motorcycles. Either. No, they won't even have motorcycles, but they'll want to mm-hmm. ride. May yeah. not be properly dressed either. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awful short skirt to be riding a motorcycle in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Tony, where the hell are your blue jeans at? <laughs> Where's the blue jeans at? <laughs> Looks like I'm sitting on a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, Tony's good wearing the jorts. <laughs> jorts. You got to be careful when it's hot outside because your nuts will fall out. <laughs> that's, o- that's only that's only in the athletic fit ones uh, you know when it's hot outside those boys get a little longer and they need some air yeah <laughs> is that is that what happens when you're half a century old well it is, you know you live in the cold weather where they stay up high and tight because they're frozen <laughs> and trying to stay warm true true but when I, I it gets know. hot they need some air and they come they down look, i didn't know that like was a, a thing they it look like a, a wax. Thing. It looks like a wax figurine of Elvis. It's been out in the sun too long. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> anyway, so there's there's I mean for for you new riders listening, there, there, I mean there's tons of ways to get acquainted with the motorcycling community. I mean, Mary, name yep. one. Support MVC. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you guys know I've been a part of that community for years now, and I have a list in my phone, actually, of people that I've met through Instagram that live in Florida, so that if I'm ever in a certain area, I can hit them up and say, hey, I'm coming through your area, you know, do you want to ride? So that's that's just one one way that I know of. I know multiple ways, but... I This is what I say. So the... The world has gotten a lot smaller since social media and it doesn't require you to go to an event anymore. Build your social media platform and reach out to somebody, find somebody in your area or somebody that might be traveling that you might be traveling through their area and reach out to them and say, Hey, I'm coming through your area. Do you want to meet up for lunch? 
the worst thing they can say is no, I'm not interested. But the best thing they could say is absolutely. What time do you want to meet? And there you go. You've made a contact. I, I ride with two people that, that lived in this area that found me either through YouTube or Instagram or Facebook that listen to the podcast that are now on the discord. <clears throat> and I've ridden with them every weekend for five weeks, and except I, for the one weekend we were on vacation. And yeah. that if you're not on social media, our discord is a great place to start. If you want to meet people, because we have people in there from all over the country. Yeah. And we have, have people that. in there from all over the world. Yeah. All over the world. And it, they're everybody in there is really great and friendly. And uh, we've met up with a bunch of people yeah. uh, in there. And we have the mentorship program in there too. So Our fucking it's fucking free, Mike. The Discord is. Yeah, yeah it's, free, it's fucking right? free. And it's a great place to meet people that live in your area that want to ride. Yeah. And you and truly when we say that, we're not saying that just to promote it. Our Discord is free. You can go on there. If you're a dick, I'll kick you off. So you can <laughs> you know that right now. Don't be a dick and come on the Discord because you won't be on there for long. It'll be Peter Gabriel. Ban hammer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no even, that's a that's a great yeah. place for every, anybody listening that uh because we had like i said a lot of people from all over the world's in there and everybody's always looking for somebody new to ride with yeah i mean in general the internet is a whole lot safer than it was 20 years ago i, I mean, don't know 20 20 that. years ago i wouldn't even have thought of meeting anybody from the internet online i went and met you fuckers in the woods <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, did. you kissed your kids goodbye and said i may not come back i may not be back Bunch of shady fuckers. One looks like Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, I think the, the motorcycling, the uniqueness of the motorcycling community I found has extended to social media too. Right. So with, like Mary said, so with uh, support MVC and there are a number of different ways you can get out there and meet people. And really you just, you just got to reach out and take the chance because I can tell you this, Almost anybody that's in the motorcycling community, you can DM them on Instagram and say, hey, do you have five minutes to talk? Almost anybody is going to send you their phone number and you can call them and talk to them straight away. I mean, I found that to be uh, to be the case many times, too. So, you know, you just have to kind of work up the courage to do it. I know for some people that's probably, you know, that's probably the hardest part. But, you know, uh, you have to put yourself out there. Yeah, y'all don't be like y'all don't be DMing me and asking me for my phone number. Nope. Oh come <laughs> on, man. If you're gonna be meeting people, and yes, I know the motorcycling community is huge and social media and all that stuff. But if you're gonna be out riding and everyone has to stop to fill up their motorcycle with fuel, you're gonna you know, meet people at the gas station. Don't, don't look like a complete butthole as you're standing there filling up your cool ass motorcycle. You know, exactly. smile relax your shoulders and you know what when you go inside to pay go inside and grab you a water or whatever to throw in your bag and laugh and be friendly with people because i'll tell you i have seen countless people who are riding harley davidson's with this why, why you gotta talk about the harley people mike because you it's know, the it only the people that I... people too it's no, got it's all not. that tight ass leather on <laughs> shit it's all it's all these the majority of the people now I've seen friendly Harley guys. I've, I've met them and said, Hey, and they've said, Hey, and you know, whatever. But the majority of the people that I see, you, you, you see them at a gas station, they walk in, they got their chest out like they're cooler than cool. And you're like, Hey man, 
and they just look at you. It's like, well, f- fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> In all your adventure gear, looking like you're going out to wrestle some tigers. Yeah. <laughs> I can, hey, I can guarantee you that wrestling tigers is a lot more fun than wearing a white, co- Man, a white or a Baskin. cotton t-shirt, a cotton t-shirt <laughs> with the sleeves ripped off of it with, with fuzzy stuff around it. So you can show your Python guns That's off just to because everybody. the bikes are so fast, they blow your sleeves off. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, okay. that's what it's from. I can tell you, oh. I'm not wrestling the Tiger King like Mike said. So, <laughs> nope. Mm. Mm. I'll give you an I'll give you another social media platform too that you can go on to meet other bikers, and that's supportbikers.com that the Badgers here in Florida started, and they have a map. You click on the map, whatever area you're in, and it'll show you riders, motorcycle-owned businesses, everything around you. So does, I'm asking because I don't know. I'm wondering if Mike knows. Does like the import dealers, do they do rides like Harley? Do they have organized group rides? I'm sure the bigger ones do. The ones here in Topeka do not. Okay. Cause I mean, that's also another option. I mean, mm-hmm. you can go to pretty much any Harley dealer on the weekend during riding season. And there's almost a group ride there every weekend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've met people from random rides at Ted's. I met this really, really awesome guy who just showed up because he, he saw that there was a ride. He just got a Harley and he came to the event. He didn't know anybody. And I was the first person to say something to him. And we were like riding buddies that day. It was, it was, it was awesome. You're just a friendly fucker, aren't you? Dustin? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I really like the traditional ways. I mean, I, social media is great. I love that. It, it's the reason why I met all of you guys, but you know, a lot, a lot of me is still a traditionalist. I like to, meet people the old fashioned way, go yeah. into the dealerships, go into going wherever, you know, if I see somebody Holding their nuts, dude, when you're Don't on a that. motorcycle, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you there hasn't been one time where I've been out on my bike where somebody has not approached me when I've stopped. Yeah. Yep. And just started yep. talking all the time. Yep. Yeah. I'll tell you another way too. you pass out some of those stickers to other riders. There you go. What mm-hmm. stickers? What? Our FDB stickers. Yes. I literally, you'll see in an upcoming video, but I literally walked up to these two guys because I parked my motorcycle in between theirs in Cedar Key, and I walked up to both of them and handed them both a Five Dirty Bikers and a Geared Raven sticker, and one of the guys actually handed me a poker chip back. Well, look at there that. There you go. There you huh. go. Yeah. Man. I, I, <clears throat> I have to say, I agree with Mike, though. <clears throat> um. Just because you buy a Harley and you ride a Harley, you don't have to be a dick. And it doesn't make your dick any bigger. So, yeah. so, so actually there's, it makes it smaller. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, there's some truth to that. It makes like, it smaller. You don't have to, you know, just because you ride a Harley, you're not an automatic tough guy. So there's there's no reason to be that. That's It goes all the way back to what I said last episode about patches on your vest. I'm not trying to be something I'm not, right? Yeah. And so just... You know, think about that in terms of if you're wanting to meet somebody, what do you want? How do you want to be perceived in that situation? And when you, when everyone else was talking about, you know, filling up with gas, Mike said, mentioned filling up with gas. I can tell you from even riding across the country, more oftentimes than not, when I have been approached, it's when my bike is fully packed down and I'm on a trip. That's when, because they, because people are curious, you know. I had a whole family of people in a minivan walk up to me, ask me where I was going, and how long I'd been on the road, and you know, all I of bought those. this bike, and my wife kicked me out. 
Yeah. This is all my shit. This is everything I own. It's all I got. It's all I got left. It's all I got, got left in the whole world. I had to bounce. Did you take yeah. the lamp at least? Mm-hmm. Yep. With the with the pantyhose leg. Yep. Yeah, got I got the, the Christmas story lamp on there. <laughs> Strapped it right on there. It's, it's no, lamp. Even those, those it's all big, I need. Those big burly biker looking dudes that are strapped in leather. I have yet to meet a dick. Usually those guys are as I mean I'm, I just haven't. I mean, those guys are nice, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Most of those guys are super nice. Especially especially in your bathroom, a Harley dealership, and you you stand up next to one of them and you look down and you're like, Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> I went on that bullying ride a couple weekends that ago. That sure is impressive. I mean your bike. <laughs> <laughs> nice pubes. <laughs> Gross. I like your haircut. <laughs> that's a nice man saving. That's a fine looking hog you have there. <laughs> yeah, you're just looking over the eye when you say that. You're like, your bike. <laughs> your bike. Looks good. Uh, have you have you plowed a lot of fields with that? <laughs> you might invest in some all-terrain tires. When you're There's- meeting people. At the gas, when you're meeting people at the gas station or meeting people anywhere, I mean, I'm telling you, a motorcycle is so inviting to conversation. Oh, it's unbelievable. That's why I stop at gas stations and take so many damn breaks is because I enjoy talking to people. For sure. So, you know, it's like, man, everybody that drives through, I know every police officer in every town, all because they're (laughs) like, hey, how are you doing? You know? So. Well, I think, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, if you live within so an earshot of any of us, we'll ride with you. For sure. Yeah. Right. No lie. I think the important thing is is you you have to, I think, set aside that fear or anxiety that you have and mm-hmm. just put yourself out there. I think that's the biggest thing is you just have to put yourself out there. Yeah. And I know that, yeah. you know, I don't know. I mean, from, you know, in your 20s to however old you are, the old, I've, I found that older you get, the harder that is you know, putting yourself out there. But in this, I think in this group of people, motorcyclists, if you put yourself out there, you're rarely, if ever, going to find somebody that's just going to be a complete dick to you out of principle. It's just not going to happen. Some people are going to be socially awkward yeah, to, for other, sure. to other to other individuals. And creepy McCreeperson. Yeah. And that's one of those where it's okay even though you're, even though someone that you're talking to is socially awkward to you or some, or you are socially awkward to someone else, that's perfectly fine because you, no matter what, you two can still carry on a conversation about a universal thing mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And, um, you well, know, that's what you have to understand. In common, you know, yeah. it's instant. You have something in common, something yeah. to talk about. I think the other, the other thing too, that you can do, this sounds silly, but it's happened to me numerous occasions and maybe it's happened to you guys is that, um, it's happened to me a ton where I've been on a ride and I see something really cool and I pull over and I want to take, no, not take a shit. I want to take a picture. And while I'm stopped on the side of the road, taking a picture, somebody will pull up and ask if I'm okay. Oh yeah. That's happened to me. That happened happened to me like a month ago. Right. And if, if you pay attention almost every time, 
they have some type of motorcycle sticker, bumper sticker, window sticker or something on their car. It doesn't even have to be a Harley. It can be some type of motorcycle sticker on their vehicle, but they will pull over and make sure you're okay. And almost every time like, nope, just taking pictures. They're like, okay, you know, whatever, you know, go about your business. But that's the other thing too, I think you find is that people in general that are motorcyclists are looking out for motorcyclists too. So if you're stopped at the side of the road, they will oftentimes pull over and make sure you're okay. When I went on that bullying ride, you know, I, I went by myself. I knew nobody when I went. I didn't recognize a single person there except the guys in the dealership. You know, I just put myself out there. I went up to the guys that were hosting the ride. I introduced myself. I said, hey, my name's Dustin. I love what you guys are doing here today. I said, I'm going to try to make as many of these as I can if you guys are in the area. And I ended up talking to them on the stop after we went through and rode by the girl's house and told them like, Hey, you got to go check out river road and all this stuff. We're like, okay, good people. I mean, I haven't like, like Tony said, I, I haven't met, well, there's, there's been a few, but I haven't really, like I'd say 99% of the people I've met since I started riding a motorcycle have been legit. Awesome people. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good people. They really, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody in the community, good people. I mean, there's going to be exceptions and everything, but I don't even know where you I'm going the- with this. I'm going to shut the fuck up. You well, got the wild think, ones. You got the creepy ones. You got, I mean, there's, yeah, you, there's, you do there's have some a bunch of different, bunch of different types. You got to be selective on who you ride around, ride with, talk to, stuff like that. But talk, give everyone a, a chance. Yeah. Right. Great. You may only give them one, but at least give them one. And never follow anybody to a secondary location. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I think to go with what Mike was saying too is that you know you, you have to find your you have to find your people your, you have to find your place where you belong right so you might ride with somebody and it might be a good time that day but you might know deep down inside that's not the right fit that's okay they might be feeling that same thing you need to find the, your people that you want to ride with on a consistent basis if you want to ride with people and it's okay to ride with somebody and not ride with them again. They're not going to take offense to that either. Just because you've ridden with somebody once doesn't mean you're indebted to them, right? Right. So yep. put you're yourself not out their there. Best friend. Exactly. Put yourself out there. Ride with them. It could be good time. You could have a you know whatever. She could share a lunch. Whatever it is, you could have a great time. But that might not be the connection you're looking for. So you you need to keep looking. You need to keep searching and finding the people that you want to ride with that you know that. People that you trust when you're riding with, that you have similar interests in, that you have similar riding styles. That's probably very, very important so that you can, you, you're going to be riding your ride because you're riding with people that ride like you, you know? Yeah. If you and ride with somebody that's. Yeah. Don't let one, like if, if it's your first time getting out and put yourself out there, if you meet one bad apple, don't think that needs to set the tone for your next meetup because yeah. like more times than not, you're going to have an enjoyable time with whoever you ride with. And, yeah. and if you're riding, if you if you go to one of these events and you do a group ride and all of a sudden you get in the group and they're riding 90 miles an hour, four feet apart, and you're not comfortable, get out of line, you know, tell them you you for, you know, your babysitter canceled. You have to get gas. Wave whatever. them around. Exactly. Wave them around don't. or just look at them and go, you motherfuckers are nuts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You, you know, don't What's don't put yourself in rush? a position. Yeah. Where you're going to be scary or, you know, you're going to be in danger or whatever, but Putting yourself out there in those situations is going to be the best. It's going to be the best thing you've done for motorcycling for yourself. 
I can uh, see the comments now. Ride hard or stay old. I had a nine-year-old girl <laughs> pass me on a bicycle the other day. <laughs> she wasn't even bell and, did she ring her bell and wave she wasn't even pedaling either no she was ghosting <laughs> you know you know what i think about people who would have a negative comment saying ride hard or stay home and talking about how manly they are i think the problem is that Diner they can't riders? find no, yeah they can't find the <laughs> fulfillment out of their cruiser because they can't get enough adrenaline by just sitting on their ass and thinking that they look badass they need a different style motorcycle i will say this y'all were saying earlier like you know out of all of us like any of us would ride with anybody if if asked pretty much um and that's the thing. I mean, I've met so many awesome people through the moto community and I've had some that have given me a heads up and said, Hey, I'm, I'm coming down to Florida. Will you ride? Absolutely. I will. You know, don't last minute me obviously. Cause I'm a planner right. and I make plans, but yeah, I've had several lately that said I'm coming down ride. So I love meeting new people to ride with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People yeah. That, it's fun. That, you know, you want to go ride? Yeah, man, let's fucking go. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know people can be intimidated, like we talked about before, by going to a dealership. Don't be. Yeah. Go in there, introduce yourself to some people and say, hey, I'm a new rider. Um, just trying to find some new people to ride with. And they'll either, you know, they'll embrace you or they'll, they'll probably point you in the right direction or at least. Everybody started somewhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're going to have, yeah, you find a, if you go, if it's in a a Harley deal. If it's any, in any dealership, regardless of whatever, you're going to have your salesmen who are there to just strictly sell motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, ream you as much as they can. And then you're going to have the people that if you talk, cause you can talk to more than one sales associate or you can, whatever the clothing counter person or whatever else, just say, Hey, I'm a new rider hanging out, checking out your stuff. Um, you know, I'm just interested in meeting people to ride with. And if you may have to do that two, three, five times while you're in the dealership, but guess what? Eventually you're going to get to the point of where you can actually, you know, somebody's going to direct you where you need to be. And it might happen the first time. Yep. I know so, when I, when I started doing this, I thought I was just going to be commuting and I, going on the occasional weekend ride. It, it became so much more than that. I've met, the four of you, Fuck, I've dude. met all the people from MMM and everybody at the events and all the places I've gone since. Yeah. It's a great connections. I mean, the fuck. I mean, let's think about this four years ago. If you would have told me I was going to be on a podcast with you for <laughs> with you for and that I'd be talking <laughs> to fucking the owners of custom dynamics and Memphis shades and Zach Kaufman, the owner of fucking Chopper Town and the shit that we're doing, I would have punched you in the face and called you a liar. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You're angry. Well, I so mean, it's just, it's so crazy, man. I mean, it, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I'll, I'll give you guys, I'll give you a great example of putting yourself out there and how you can make connections in, in the community. And, and I, you know what, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little bit, a little bit partial to our community in this, in this particular situation. So the very first MMM, <clears throat> we had a young man show up to that event who was, did not know anybody there and who was a very new rider and he was riding a sportster. Where? For those of you who don't know him, his name is Matt. 
He's Net Shark, and he's the admin in our Discord. Showed up at the event. He put himself out there. He got to know everybody. Matt was probably, I would say, one of the most engaging people that showed up at that entire event. He made he friends. was fun, dude. Matt he made was friends a lot with of fun. Yeah. he made friends with every person there. He went to breakfast every morning with Walter. He Aww. he talked to every person that was there. He made it a point to talk to every person, learn everyone's name, and he knew something about every person that went to that event. Matt left there. He stayed in contact with everybody. Uh, he started as our admin from get, from the jump as our as our Discord admin. <clears throat> He's been on there since then. <clears throat> Today, another member of our Discord who's never met Matt in person did a 1K in a day and brought Matt a bottle of bourbon. Oh my gosh, what a great story. So that's Phil, who Tony has ridden with from Kentucky, Brought Matt a bo- brought Matt a bottle of bourbon today on his one k in a day ride, and was going to meet with Dustin, but he- but Dustin couldn't couldn't meet with him today. Yeah, so fucker, I, I wish I could have. I fucker, had work to do. <laughs> that gives you, but that gives you some idea of two people that were completely disconnected, who connected in this community, and have now met in person, and you know, and and we will all meet in person again when we have our next MMM. But it, it gives you some idea of what putting yourself out there can do. Matt to us is a, an extremely important person to our community. He's the caretaker of our discord. He, you know, has greeted everybody that comes in and, and he can, can continues to do that. And so that that's what putting yourself out there can do. He put himself out there. He got invested in our community, in the motorcycling community, and it's just grown from there for him. Yep. Matt, we oh, hope you are. Story. Yeah. Matt, we hope you're healing. Well, and hope you're doing all right, man. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So speaking of Phil, we're going to give him a little shout because this guy broke out of Louisville this morning at 5 a.m. <laughs> and he's knocking out 1K in a day. And the last I saw, he was 300 miles from completion. Wow. That's like that's like my door to your door. And that yeah. was when that was at what time was that? that? Was it like six o'clock? or somewhere right around in there so i mean he'll he'll be finishing probably around 10 tonight wow way to go phil damn that's awesome yeah dude not me hey i'm out i can i want to do it hey i can tell you right now fucking each street ain't got shit on the fdb discord group (laughs) (laughs) we'll drive a thousand miles to bring you bourbon yeah no that's right man phil i love Woodford Double Oak. The next time you go on a one k in a day, <laughs> and my, my address. My, my address is. What's up, riders? It's Dustin back with another word about Memphis Shades. I'm talking about a company that not only sells great windshields and fairings, but is also a great part of this motorcycling community. They have great customer service and are also very active on social media, sharing photos of riders that use and love their products just like we do. Not only do you get a great product to purchase, but also a great warranty for that product. Head over to Memphis Shades to learn more about all these products proudly made in the USA. Memphis Shades, the windshield of choice for the Five Dirty Bikers podcast members. Phil, come to Florida. I don't give a shit what kind of bourbon you bring. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people that that have done that, but that is just an impressive feat. I, I, I find it amazing that yeah. people that, that, that can do that. Yeah. The smaller the bike, the bigger the props, though. Come on. Yeah. Not only that, I mean, uh, dude, you probably won't ride for a month after you get back. You're like, man, fuck that thing. <laughs> dude, I'm I done. don't know. 
I know I did it over two days, but I put 800 miles on when I came to Kentucky. I was ready to do more when I got home. Yeah, well, you know, Ryan's a distance rider. You you enjoy the distance riding. I do. Ryan, you know, I think I, think I need to come to North Dakota, dude. Dude, you got to come up. I, so I think what 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 four days a year is the best to come up? July fourth through the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> fucking summer. That's right. The only no, I, th- time I think next, it'll be fifty five. Yeah, I think next I want to go visit Mike in Topeka. I did. I did. It's on record, though. I think the only month in North Dakota that hasn't snowed is August. Oh, wow. What I think it snowed. Fuck in, are you telling me? Jesus. Like in, it in snowed the, in July? In the history, in our history, in North Dakota history, it snowed in every month except August. Yep. Holy crap. Well, dude, when we went to South Dakota last year in September, they got nine inches of snow the Monday before we showed up. It was 96 on a Saturday. On a Monday, they got nine inches of snow, and we showed up there on Wednesday to camp. Yeah. yeah, fuck oh, that shit. Yeah, it's it's a little bit crazy, but this is I I would agree with Dustin. One one K is a little bit different, but I tell you what, last year when we did our September ride, we were we were gone for six days. We rode twenty three hundred miles in six days, and honestly, fucker. And- How many? So so let me ask you this, Ryan. You were gone What's for that? six days, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So over that six day period, how many people rode with you? Um, there was three, there was four of us total. No, me, me, Kenny and Jason. There was three of us that went down there and there was almost four of us on every day. So every day that rode because Todd on a motorcycle, um, if anybody knows Todd, he came from, um, the Chicago area all the way out to ride with us in South Dakota. Crap. And then, and then, um, he was there for two days and then, um, Jay Sherman who came from, um, the Missouri, Illinois, or Missouri, Iowa border. He drove out there and he rode with us for a few days and then he stayed and rode for a few days after we left. So of the people that rode with you, when you stopped to get fuel as you were riding and taking breaks and stuff like that, how many people do you think that you guys actually talked to in total? That's a good question. Um, I would say probably at least 20 people that we talked to um just on our day down to south dakota and our trip back to south dakota there was probably at least 20 people that we talked to um during the time that we were in south dakota i couldn't tell you too many to count right and that's what i'm saying you guys were you guys were on a trip trying to get somewhere to a destination and and that'll that'll cause a little bit of a hubbub if you're trying to talk to somebody or meet somebody say it again a gas station is the best place to meet motorcycle well, so I'll other tell than you a dealership. What, the yep. fifth day after riding 1500 miles and camping you were probably smelling a little right too people didn't <laughs> want to talk to you no dude we we uh we camp we camped in a place i showered every day no problems there we we camped in a place with uh with showers in fact the, the first day we got there when it was really cold i um <clears throat> i tried to uh melt tried some to, snow uh, and then fucking soak run, it up yeah i tried to run that place man i tried to run that place out of, on me I tried to run that place out of hot water. So I was, they, they, they were laughing at me because I was in the bathroom for about two and a half hours. So Mike, what were those fabulous, refreshing wipes that we used? Those were called man wipes. Those dude wipes. Were great. Dude, dude wipes. wipes. Dude, dude wipes. wipes. Man, they'll, dude they'll, wipes. they'll freshen you right up. They were the size of a beach towel when you unfolded them. And they <laughs> were the best thing ever. Uh, other than that scary, nasty ass shower in the cabin. <laughs> that was sketchy as fuck. So I use that shower of- every day. None of you showered in the uh, 
the middle the middle shower. Man, I'm not going to no community shower, dude. They were <laughs> they were warm as fuck. Foot. Dude. You just have to make you just had to make sure that you know there was nobody else in there. But me and Mike had dude wipes going, dude. We were fresh. <laughs> we had a shower. Took, we had a shower in our cabin. I used that. No, one. I mean we had a we had a shower in there. It was just a little sketch. It was yeah, very, Tony went in there. He heard Pennywise in the fucking drain. Hiya, <laughs> Tony. It's <laughs> crazy. There's no telling who you might meet. You might see dead people. Okay. They all float down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I heard that. No, that was, uh, no, 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 that no, was that in was Justin's coming, house. That was coming from the toilet. They all float in here. <laughs> that's what I was saying. You said that. And then all I heard was little kids laughing. I'm like, oh, that's spooky. Oh, they're having a good So, time. Mary, you went not too long ago to some biker rally, didn't you? Did you know people there? I knew no one there. Um, I rode with my, what I call my chopper crew, <laughs> yeah. a local guy and some of his friends um, that I, I really didn't know any of his friends even, except um, for just a couple that I had met at a birthday party. But um, yeah, great guys to ride with. And we, we did, we went to a chopper event in another town, tiny little bar out in the middle of nowhere, but um, great time. Yeah, I even had a guy that saw my shirt from across the way, and he kind of looked and pointed at my shirt and said, what does your shirt say? And so I walked over and introduced myself to him and talked to him for a few minutes and, yeah, gave him one of our cards and stuff. But, yeah, it was fun. There you go. Yeah. And then, of course, if you've you've seen my channel, you've seen that I've ridden with a couple of other people recently. I had Blue Bike and Dole and Beth that came down from Georgia and um, contacted me and wanted to ride to Cedar Key. And then I had PA Bearded Biker and PSP Tommy G and BD Rider. They all came down from Pennsylvania. They contacted me and said, hey, we're coming to Florida. Will you ride? I said, heck yeah. And so um, they invited Missy Moto and Wind Road Therapy Desiree and we all met up um, at a local joint and had a bite to eat and rode together. And that was fun. So that was, I mean, God, it was a, a weekend full of riding with people from the moto community and people, you know, I really hadn't met before and it was awesome. I loved it. That place where you guys were eating <clears throat> those pictures of that water right behind the restaurant that where yeah. you guys were outside, that looked amazing. Yeah. It is swampies on the rainbow river and those pictures weren't edited or anything. It, that water is just that beautiful. There's alligators in that water? Absolutely. Fuck. Fuck that. Well, at least with that crystal blue water like that, you'd see those motherfuckers coming. So you don't want to go see them coming, but you still couldn't get out of their way. (laughs) I saw I saw kids swimming in that water. There was kids swimming in the water where there's alligators. Absolutely. No, no, fucking people, dude. They give zero fucks down there. I mean, they don't give a shit. They're like puppies. Nope. Mm -mm. No, they're not. (laughs) With (laughs) lots of teeth. Our puppies, you know, our uh, our non-dog puppies here are fucking raccoon and possum. <laughs> yep. Did you just call an alligator a puppy? Yep. No. no fucking something, dinosaur. Something that I can turn into boots is not a puppy. Well, true, but still. Nope. Yeah. You can turn baby seals into boots. <laughs> not a puppy. Huh? You can have puppy boots. Yeah. <laughs> what is that, Dalmatian? You wouldn't make many friends that way. <laughs> you probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Gorilla. Looks like Tony's back. It looked like my back, goddammit. <laughs> this is a standard poodle I have here, size 10. Hey, I can tell you, you try to make puppy boots, you're going to have the speck after you. Exactly, you will. 
but there's all sorts of stuff that you can meet people and talk about and be friendly and puppy shoes aren't aren't one of them puppy shoes are not one of them yeah they're frowned upon now even something like going online and going to some dealerships that are nearby and see what events they have and i know that's that's a great source to meet people yeah they are Mm -hmm. they are or if you know if you know a, a road or a destination where there's lots of bikers it's a good start too yeah yeah we have a place here called rabbit hash it's about about a two and a half hour ride Mm-hmm. It's down on the Ohio River. And I mean, it. it's in the middle of Big Bone Lake. That's a state park. Big Bone Lake? Right Big in the middle? Bone Lick. <laughs> Big Bone Lick. Big Bone Lick. Wow. Is a state oh, that's park. even better. That's what she said. Big yeah. Bone Lick State Park. Really? Yes. And Rabbit Hash is down on the river. And it's literally one street with four buildings and a thousand motorcycles. Big Bone Lick and Rabbit Big ass. Bone Lick, man. <laughs> You guys wonder why you lost the war? There's a good answer for you. <laughs> big was big, big bone, bone lick. lick. Nope. You're too too busy licking bones to. Uh... Yeah, dude. When I first heard that, there, I was like, "Where is this place?" They're like, "It's in the Big Bone Lick Park." I was like, "Where?" <laughs> I said, "I'm not going to a Big Bone Lick." I said, "I'm out." It's right next to the White Swallow Spa. Yeah, Tony. sure is. <laughs> oh my. I mean, I've had one of those before, but uh, I'm not going there. <laughs> Who was he, Ryan? Touche. <laughs> Touche. He was a medium build gentleman. He was a medium build man with a bulbous tip. And a medium pace also. <laughs> Discord friends, FTP's about to answer your questions. Make sure you head over to 5dirtybikers.com and click the link on the homepage to visit our Discord and become a member. We're going to do a Discord question. <laughs> so, if you had a chance to start your YouTube channel and the no. podcast... <laughs> was Oh, I didn't hear all the whole question. Okay. I, I just came in hot. That was a preemptive <laughs> note. <laughs> yes. That's what if I you, do to my kids. If given the chance to start your YouTube channel and the podcast all over, what would you do differently? Wow. Interesting. Well, the YouTube channel, I will say this. I'm going to use Shade Tree Surgeon as an example. Shade Tree built his channel around his personality. So whatever he posts, people watch because they go there to watch him. My stuff, personally, like the install videos are the stuff that does well for me. Uh, anything other than that, people really don't come. So they, they, they're they there for information. They're not there for, like, entertainment. You You're know such what I'm a saying? tease. But, <laughs> but no, the, you know, the Shade Tree stuff, people go there to, to listen to Shade Tree. He could post anything, and people are going to watch it. Josh should do stand up. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's I two, there's two reasons why people come to YouTube to either be entertained or informed or to learn something. Yeah. Or to learn. Right. If you got to do one of the two. Yeah. Or your videos, they just won't hit. Yeah. But I wouldn't so. change anything different, even though well, I'm not really that much of a content either. creator. But, and the reason being is if it hadn't have been for YouTube, I wouldn't be on the podcast. None of us would. None of us. None, none of, of us would. would be on the podcast if okay. anything had 
went differently or we had changed anything, there's a good chance and possibility that we wouldn't be on this podcast. Right. Oh, strong possibility. But I'd say if you're going to start a YouTube channel, be yourself. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And do whatever the fuck you want to do. I mean, if you want to do motorcycles one week, do motorcycles. No. So it was a question about, was a question about what we would have done differently or if someone was going. Yeah. yeah, What we would have done differently. Yeah. I I don't, I wouldn't have done anything differently. I think, I I think the only thing I can say, honestly, I would have done differently is I would have, um, I would have educated myself a lot sooner on cameras and things like that. However, I think that the way that I did it was I wanted to see if it was something I wanted to do and I've continued to invest through the process. And so I think that's okay too. So yeah, I'm probably with Mike. I don't know if I would have done a lot of things differently. You know, I, I love motorcycles and that's why I do motorcycle stuff on my YouTube channel. And that's what I'll continue to do probably until I, until I stop doing it. Yeah. There you go. Mary, what about you? I would say not be quite as intimidated recording stuff because it's a twofold for me. Um, I didn't record a lot of stuff early on because my ex didn't want to be on camera. But on the flip side of that, I was um, a little bit embarrassed about turning the camera on myself. Oh, it's, you know, when you're in a crowd or something like that or videoing people while you're walking by. So, but now I just, I don't care. I just turn the camera on and just see that's, that's a fucking nightmare because I've never done that before. The first time I did it was when I met blockhead a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I felt like such a douche, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm surrounded by YouTube people. So, you know, they didn't give a shit cause that's what they do. But I was sitting there going, right. this is not what I do. Yeah. I sat in front of the camera in the basement with nobody watching me. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? The coolest thing you told me about that whole story was you walked into Seminole Harley and the guy at the counter recognized you right away. Yeah. The guy at the, at the service counter. Right. Awesome. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's is uh, I walked up and I was like, is, is Blockhead here? And he was like, yeah, man. And I was like, I'm Tony. He goes, Tony from the 530 Bikers. And I was like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, oh, he, you know, came and shook me. I was like, God damn, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little different. Yeah. So that's it. Just don't be intimidated. I mean, I think cameras are such I can't talk. I think cameras are such the norm now in our society that people really don't care what you're recording or what you're doing. Most of the time they just walk on by and just ignore you. So it's just something that you have to get over and just do. It makes great content when you do it. I'm I'm never, how do I put it? I'm never disappointed when I take the time to record no. something. Yeah. And generally when you're out in public, it's it's all a mental thing and that's what got me over the the whole youtube thing and being able to ride around with a camera strapped to me see i the camera on the helmet doesn't bother me at all because i i can't see it i know that other people can see it but i'm not holding this fucking contraption (laughs) in front of me hey what's going on yeah yeah you know, feeling like yeah. a douche out in front of everybody. So when you when you all started doing the motovlog thing, riding on your bike and talking to yourself, did you do like any rehearsals with no no cam? I mean, I did. I did too to see how I would deal with it. 
Because I, I, I talk to myself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talk, you gotta, talking, talking to yourself is weird. But you got to be a little bit of a sociopath. You, you have to be a little bit of a sociopath to be a YouTuber. <laughs> a, little, a little bit. No, I would say what I would do differently about my YouTube channel. I would probably do less commutes because my ride to work is fucking boring. And I think if you're doing lots of moto vlogs, it, there needs to be something at least visually appealing to look at. I mean, I tried to carry on a conversation as best I could, but I mean, you can only do so many commutes and it's not redundant. And Yeah, boring. I feel you on that. I don't think I would I would rush worrying about being consistent anymore. I would just put videos out whenever I felt like yeah, whenever I had time I to. Yeah. When yeah. if I have time, unless I'm committed to do one, you know what I mean? Uh, for a company, then I just do them when I feel like doing them. Hey, speaking of Tony and Ryan's large, hairy feet. And now it's time for the Whip Banana Mono Word of the Day. It's like Jeff fuel for your mind. I do not have large feet. <laughs> I don't have hairy feet. My Tony does. A little hairy. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's the only person I ever seen that has hair on the bottoms of his feet. Who? Sasquatch. Keeps mm, you yeah. warm in the winter. Do you, the, the, do, you make, do you make the sound with your flip flops when they get wet that Mike was talking about? I do not <laughs> make that sound. No, That's his Mike hair muffles the sound. It won't let it make a, 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 a thwack against the bottom of his foot. It's like a cushion. It's like a shock, an absorber. It's like walking yeah. on carpet. The word of the day is sock do logger. <laughs> Poop sock peanut. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Beat me to it. <laughs> wow. O to P S. Is that like pooping in a sock? <laughs> what it sounds like to me. It does. Usually young men don't poop in a sock. They do something else. Man, that'd be hard to, that'd be hard to hit. <laughs> Spelling is S-A-H-K-D-O-L-E dash j upside down e r good luck with the prostaticals <laughs> sabbaticals would be <laughs> sack doll e jashuar that just sounds nasty that does sound nasty i mean that it sounds sweaty kicked off the internet with that one what is it again <laughs> It's a sack doll. It's a sack dolly joshuar. Anytime you use the word sack and doll in the sentence, you're bound to get kicked off of something. Yeah. And that's swallow. gross. <laughs> mm, it's a noun. Comes from American English mid 19th century. Oh, it's a fairly new word. It's fresh off the press. <clears throat> yeah. Sacagawea. <laughs> uh, first definition is an a captionial person or thing a what person ex <laughs> ex 
except Pownio. Okay, I got you now. Exceptional. <laughs> okay. Man. Just took a minute. Wires were crossed. <laughs> uh, second definition. A forceful blow. Mm. <laughs> I had one Ooh. of those from Taco Bell earlier. Uh, I told you not to eat that Taco Bell. I ran for the border, dude. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Did you You're... did you get a sock do logger? <laughs> <laughs> Had a quesadilla, mm. and then he had the sock do logger afterwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not sock supposed to do force. Logger. You're not supposed to force a blow. Well, Is what that happens? What you... you have the do logger, and you have to use your sock for the cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you call a cobra in a basket, Dustin? <laughs> no, it wasn't a Rogers Viper. It was. It was. Uh, <laughs> When you got a do logger and you have to use your sock, it's a bad day. We're talking a full four scooper right there. It's it's a serious situation. Hey Tony, yes. Would you like for me to use sock do logger in a sentence? Please, please. Okay. Examples of sock. When you get bear cock, do you look like you're in a kangaroo pouch without the pouch? <laughs> <laughs> I would just about <laughs> say so. Why is he stuck to that bear's belly? <clears throat> <laughs> just curious. All right. Go, go like ahead. Like your hairy feet. Yeah. That's a handful of hair. It's a like handful? Velcro. You say a handful of hair? A handful, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, examples of sock dola jar in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> All... The nominees tonight are well accomplished sock dola jars. Well accomplished. Okay. Yeah. So they're good at something. They're putting they're good at putting do in a sock. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's all it gets. Hmm? <laughs> is that like is that like leaving a bag of poop on somebody's porch except you put it in a sock and you can fling it at someone yeah it's like you know when people like put a bunch of quarters in a sock yeah yeah you could put you could put a duke in there and just helicopter that son of a bitch <laughs> and just throw it. <laughs> can you people that ride too close behind you can you imagine if homie the clown <laughs> hit people with a sock full of do <laughs> Hobie don't play scat <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, I miss Homie the Clown. Oh, he was good. It was, it was real good. Mm-hmm. It learned it learned you not to do dumb stuff. Did it though? It did. <laughs> I don't like fucking clowns. Fuck a clown. <laughs> Creepy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Hey kids, go play with that stranger with makeup on his face. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's nothing that turns out better than that. No, no. We don't even know who he is. Can't even hey kid, couldn't go sit on a lineup. Go sit in that old man's lap with the big red furry suit on. Yeah. Same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Second example of sock do logger in a sentence. And a beer. Yeah. Mm, this 
This frosty beverage tastes like sweaty sock with shit in it. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that's a whole new kind of energy drink there. I mean, I'm talking, man, that's, that's a hint of sweat and I, I can only I can only imagine it would sort of be like a, a Parmesan cheese <laughs> and truffle butter and just all of that just mixed into a can of beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> FDB just came up with their first home brew. It's a nice glass of beer with a floater. <laughs> God that's, dang. That's so not the big dick energy drink. <laughs> that is not the big dick nah. energy drink. <laughs> the Dry big shit energy drink. <laughs> big shit. <laughs> <laughs> Try the new FDB sock do lager. <laughs> Second example of doing a sock in a lager. <laughs> the car door hit Randy with a sock do logger that knocked the wind out of him. Mm. Sure it was Man. the wind that it knocked out of him. And I'll tell you what, if you get hit and knocks you out, you need to eat some more fiber. <laughs> <laughs> have you if ever do plenty of hey, fiber? Have you ever dropped a deuce so hard you lost consciousness? <laughs> <laughs> no. I've nope. come out of there winded. <laughs> you you were almost there. <laughs> Might need a nap. <laughs> Tea baggins and the nap of ages. <laughs> and that has been the word of the day. Well, everybody, that's it for Five Dirty Bikers podcast this week. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Remember, Autism Fundraiser, go to fivedirtybikers.com slash news, get entered, great prizes. And until next time, what do we need to do, Ryan? Keep it dirty, fuckers. And fuck off. (laughs) We'll see you next time on Five Dirty Bikers podcast. Later. Later.